It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Friday. I'm James Erpine. Great to be with you. A lot to get to. Joe Goodberry going to be on this show Monday. If you're new to the podcast, I'm James Erpine. We do this every single weekday. And we get you your daily Bengals fix. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app. Also, LockedOnBengals.com. It is great, and I mean great to be with you on this Friday. It's silly season in the NFL. <laughs> and uh, I, I want to start with that, and then we'll get into what the Monday morning quarterback of Sports Illustrated, what they wrote about the Bengals. But it's silly season. I literally have watched Twitter freak out about this rumor that's not really a rumor that uh, Rob Gronkowski, or it is a rumor, it's an untrue rumor according to reports, but that Rob Gronkowski is going to get traded. And it's been going on and on and on all day long, all day long, all day long. And you wonder, oh, what, what, how much truth is there to it? I could see Rob Gronkowski getting traded. Obviously, the Patriots, you never know what Bill Belichick's going to do. But since the, the Twitter rumor has started, it seems like it's died out at least some. Here's what I don't get. Are we that bored? Are we that bored that we have to talk about this rumor that isn't really a rumor that David Portnoy tweeted out? I think that's where it started. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it started out elsewhere. But I just I don't think we need to do that. I don't think that is the where we need to go for the NFL. There's plenty, plenty to discuss, plenty to talk about, plenty to to cover in the NFL. And I understand Look, I, I understand completely that at some point we get bored. No reason to do that. No reason to, d- to dive into that, and I'm not going to. So there you go. I'm not going to speculate about trades. Ooh, well, the Bengals, they could trade. They could. Psh, sure. They could make all sorts of trades. I don't see it happening. But let's uh, let's dive into this, because I was looking at MMQB.com today, and they did record pre- uh, predictions and analysis for every team. And the Bengals, well, they're projected to be 6-10. and 10. <laughs> and I'm going to read you what uh, Jonathan Jones wrote for MMQB.com. He says, this designation is more about feel than what I see on paper. Yet again, the Bengals have a solid roster with very few holes. And he says in parentheses that they'll need to figure out Vontez perfect spot for the first four games. You have to like, uh, you have to like their running game, pass catchers, and if rookie center Billy Price is healthy as expected, their offensive line too. But the Bengals have undersold with solid offenses the past two seasons, finishing in the bottom third of the league in points in 2016 and 2017. Using the same logic as well with the Ravens, the Bengals went 1-5 against playoff teams last season, but a paltry 6-4 against the others. It's fair to wonder if the Bengals, helmed by Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton, have reached their peak without winning a playoff game together. They note that the, the pivotal game of the year is Week 6 against Pittsburgh. He says Dalton Lewis... Uh, Dalton and Lewis together are three and twelve versus the Steelers, including the playoffs, and have won have just one win at home against the division rival. The Bengals need to wrest the the AFC North from Pittsburgh like they did in twenty thirteen. And he, he goes on, he wrote a little bit more, but that's all I'll read you. Look, I get it. 
I, I get why he feels that way. And that's why I wrote about the offense at LockedOnBengals.com yesterday. And you should check that out because it looks great on paper. But that's on paper. In this team, they look solid pretty much everywhere. I mean, what's the Bengals' biggest need? They address the safety position. They've addressed the offensive line to a certain degree. They don't really have many needs. But where are they great? Wide receivers, would you call them great? I mean, there's the potential to be great if John Ross ends up being as good as I think he can become. An A.J. Green-Joe Ross combo with Tyler Boyd over the in the slot, that's a high-end wide receiver group. But as of right now today, no, not considered great. Mixon, love his ability. Geo, know what he is, is really good. I wouldn't consider them great right now. Eifert, in the rest of that tight end room, they could be great as a position group if Eifert stays healthy. But that's if, 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 if. Offensive line isn't great even if things work out well. They're not great at quarterback. Are they great at defensive line? That might be their strongest position. And a year ago, it wasn't. Or two years ago, it wasn't. It was their weakest. But Carl Lawson, Carlos Dunlap, Geno Atkins. I mean, you're talking about three guys. If you told me all three made the Pro Bowl, I wouldn't be shocked. So there you can argue. William Jackson could be great. But they're not great at corner behind him. They're solid. Vontez Perfect could be great, but he's suspended for four games. And we don't know what is going to transpire behind him, what's going to take place. Preston Brown isn't great. He's good. He's not great. The safeties, well, they clearly don't think Sean Williams and George Iloka are great. That's why they went out and got Jesse Bates and entertaining signing Kirk Coleman this offseason and entertained signing Eric Reed this offseason. So they're not great there. So this team is full of good. Not great. Marvin Lewis, you think he's a great coach? I don't. You think Bill Lazor, what's more likely? Bill Lazor is an okay to good coordinator or a great one? So 6-10, and 10, I think that's the low end. I think 9-7, is the high end for this Bengals team. Odds are it'll be in the middle. Odds are you're talking about an 8-8 eight eight ball club. That's, again, that's just how I feel about it as of right now, June 8th. If things go right, hell, they could win the division. 10 and 6, 11 and 5. That's probably their peak at 11 and 5. Things go wrong, they could bottom out at 5 and 11, 6 and 10. Odds are, though, things don't bottom out all the way and things don't go perfect and they end up somewhere in the middle. That's just the reality of it. Now, I could see the scenario where most things go right where John Ross and Tyler Eifert and Joe Mixon all have breakout campaigns. And I would consider Tyler Eifert a breakout campaign because he hasn't been good since 2015. You know? So the, the potential's there on offense. The potential's there on defense. But I, I don't blame Vegas. I don't blame Jonathan Jones of MMQB for looking and saying, look, it's Marvin and it's Andy. It's Dalton and it's Lewis. And I wrote about this at LockedOnBengals.com when they brought Marvin back. It was an open letter to Marvin Lewis. And, heck, I might link to this. I'll link to it at LockedOnBengals.com with this podcast. Open letter to Marvin Lewis. And I'm Googling it right now. But I know for a fact, this is what I said to him. I said, Marvin, you say this a lot. You see better than you hear. Fans are going to see better than they hear when it comes to this. Fans are going to say they see better than they hear. And what I think 
is is so ironic about this is now that's what Vegas is saying. That's what experts are saying. That's what a lot of fans are saying. We're going to wait and see how this team does, how this team performs, how they respond, what they do, because it's still Marvin and it's still Andy. And you can try to sell us on all these different changes, all these new coaches, these new players, the trade they made for a left tackle, draft picks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It might not be enough. And until I see it on the field, I'm not, again, not going to change. I'm not going to buy in. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I don't blame fans for feeling that way. Uh, You probably feel that way as well. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You know, it, it's funny. It's interesting. It's ironic. I don't, I don't know the, the, the best way to describe it, but yesterday the Washington Capitals, they snapped their, their streak, their, their championship streak. They hadn't won a championship as a city, a major league sports championship since 1992. And in my lifetime, I'll age myself a little bit. Maybe you think I'm young or you think I'm really old. But in my life, and obviously I host Locked on Reds. I, I do stuff for all of, of Cincinnati sports for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW in Cincinnati. And so the Capitals do that. And then today on my show, we talked about on ESPN 1530, noon to one every day. We talked about just the the sports championship drought for Cincinnati. Like in my lifetime, I haven't seen the Bengals win a playoff game. Like not even a champ. I'm not talking championship. Like the only championship I've seen them win is the AFC North. Never seen them win a playoff game. I don't know what that's like. And I get it. They've never won a Super Bowl. So we're all kind of in the same boat. But I wasn't around when they did go to the Super Bowl. Not old enough to remember it at all. Thank God for YouTube. So there's that. The Reds, well, they're, huh, you know, they're nowhere near it. Like the Bengals are much closer than the Reds. And the Reds won a championship in 90. I was born in 91. They've won some playoff series in 95, but that's the last time. And I'm not going to act like four-year-old me was really in tune with the Reds. I knew who they were. I paid attention a little, but I was four. <laughs> I knew who Barry Larkin was, who's MVP that year, by the way. So really, I haven't seen anything close to what Capitals fans have dealt with. Because what they have dealt with, and obviously they won the Stanley Cup yesterday in hockey, is playoff letdowns, which certainly seen that from the Bengals. But they've won series, you know? The, the Bengals haven't even won a playoff game, haven't even advanced. Like the Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles fans brought this up like, oh, we went to four straight NFC title games, no Super Bowls, no Super Bowl wins, one Super Bowl, and we lost to New England. Like in the 2000s with Donovan McNabb, and I'm like, that's great, though. Like, I get it. It sucks because you don't win the title. But let's be honest. It, you know, if, if we thought that the Bengals had a real, real shot to get to a Super Bowl four years in a row, like even the 2011 through 2015 teams outside of 2015, 
did it ever feel like they were Super Bowl bound? Like 2013, I thought they were going to win a game against San Diego at Paul Brown Stadium in the playoffs. But then I thought they were going to lose. 2005, I never thought that that team was going to a Super Bowl, even if Carson stays healthy. I didn't think they had the defense for it. Could they have? Sure. And I would love to see what would happen if Carson was healthy. But Bengals fans say, that was our year. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Indy might have got you. Denver, maybe. But like Indy, definitely. Like I, I would have bet Indy would have gotten past the Bengals in the AFC. And so I just, I think it's, it sucks as a Cincinnati sports fan, to be quite frank, because as bad as it's been championship drought-wise, I don't think any of the teams are close. And we're getting a professional soccer franchise in Cincinnati. I don't think they're going to be close. And it's not like we feel as invested in them as I, as I do the Reds, which I've been rooting for for my entire life. The Bengals, which I've been rooting for my entire life. I'm very passionate about the Bengals, as you can tell if you listen to this podcast. So it'll just be interesting to see. I'm not rooting for just a playoff win, by the way. I want championships. That's why I've been on the, at some point, you might have to trade Blandy train. This year, certainly not going to be the case. Heck, this year, he's is our most important player. He needs to stay healthy. Otherwise, the Bengals, they're going to struggle. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked on Bengals podcast. Make sure you stay tuned. Joe Goodberry going to join me on Monday. Next week, it's going to be spread out a bit. I, I'm planning Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. I'll be on vacation. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll take a vacation. But you're looking just looking ahead to training camp, which is starts the end of July. The most in-depth training camp coverage you can find. Follow me on Twitter at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Keep it locked on Locked on Bengals and the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm serious. I'm going to get interviews every day. Interviews. I'll be at practice, videos. And I know I'm looking ahead. That's eight, seven, seven weeks from now. But uh, just a reminder. Have a great weekend. Be back at it on Monday. I'm James Rapine. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.